Hey, today on Jesus, Sex, and Politics, we have an amazing episode for you. Pastor Rob McCoy joins us in the JSP studios. We talk about all things faith, politics, and what we can do to win back the heart and the soul of our nation with the gospel. Pastor Rob is also in town for an event that is happening here at Life Church, and we are going to have that aired next week on Jesus, Sex, and Politics. So if you're listening to this, we're going to have the studio episode today, and then we will bring the live episode next week. Stay tuned. You're not going to want to miss it. Let's go. Welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. And I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all those things that culture doesn't want to talk about. That will scare you. And we've got an incredible guest in the studio. Back re- with us. I really mean it this time. A returning hero. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Is that Bart Simpson? No, that's uh, who, Krusty, the Krusty the Clown. There we go. The clown. There we go. Hey, kids. Oh, great. Oh. And we just went PG-13 right at the beginning of this. But it's because we have Pastor Rob McCoy in the studio. Pastor Welcome Rob. Welcome back, sir. It is, Thank you. It, yes, thanks for being here. So, Pastor Rob, you've been doing incredible things. God has used you in a mighty way over the last year to motivate churches to get in the game when it comes to defending our liberty and we just want to hear about what's going on. You're at Life Church uh, tonight. You you were just at um, uh, Living Stones. Living Stones, yeah, up in Crown Point last night, and that was an amazing event. And uh, and so we just kind of want to hear what you know, what kind of the future holds, and what do you think? What are you seeing around the country? And then we're going to talk about the pastor summit that you put on, through, which was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, TP Faith and and what Charlie Kirk and all you all are doing. So yeah, how, how's how's life been? Well, it's great. Uh, and before I answer your question, I just want to say, uh, Pastor Nathan, Pastor Micah, you guys are treasures. And whatever you have afforded to me of a compliment, it goes right back at you. I, I am so grateful for the two of you. Um, being being in Indiana is a breath of fresh air. I mean, leaving the People's Republic of California coming here. <laughs> Welcome to the sixth freest state in the union. Yeah, amen. <laughs> amen. Well, you guys are you're moving it quickly up the ladder. I, I am I am just so moved by what you're doing. And then spending time with you, Micah, driving around the state as we I think it was a two hour drive. I saw a lot of Indiana last night. <laughs> look, look, there's corn. Oh, wait, here's more corn. Yeah. Hey, look at that corn. Oh, hey, you want to see something cool? Do you cool? like a sunset over the corn? <laughs> we had one. It was actually really pretty. And I said, I bet, well, you, don't have, is. I bet you don't have that sun in California. So yeah. We got the sun in here. So. Micah, Micah said, you don't have a view like this in California. I go, no, we have a view like that in California, but we don't have a beautiful view like that. And I pointed to the gas prices over the gas station. That's oh, true. That's right. Yes. Oh, my. Yeah, because it was, I think we filled up in like Lafayette and it was three, like 80 something. And uh, we're, we're at six gallons, $6 a gallon, excuse me. Judas Priest. Yeah. You have to take a second out on your house just to fill the tank. This is why in this upcoming election here in a week, I think the Democrats are going to get shellacked. It's because of that, those kitchen table issues. Well, you ask what, what, what are we doing uh, at, at TPUSA Faith uh, to awaken the church? And, um, you know, I, I, it, it's the idea that I, I, I met Charlie on a fluke, um, and, and he calls me, I call him my friend, he calls me his pastor, um, and folks say, he goes to your church, and he's on the road 330 days a year, um, but, but he gives me that title, which I'm honored by, but how I met Charlie just doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, I, you know, I have the gift of preaching a church down to a manageable size, 
And I always say, you know, there, there's, there's the book of who's who, and I'm in the book of who's he. And, and here I find myself working with Charlie. Um, and one of the things that was shocking to me after Charlie and I had gotten connected is I invited him to come out and speak at our church. He goes, yeah, I, I've never spoken in a church. I, and I go, whoa, 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 what? He goes, yeah, churches don't want me. I go, what do you mean they don't want you? He goes, I, well, I, I'm the CEO of a secular 501c3. We've got atheists and agnostics. There's some homosexuals in the organization. And the, and the, the church doesn't understand that. And I said, yeah, but, but that's, that has nothing to do with your faith. You've, you've never compromised your faith. You've always stood, you know, you're very public about your faith. You're public on your podcasts, on your radio programs. You present Christ at every opportunity. Um, you know, the, just because you're the CEO of a secular 501c3 that's committed to conservative uh, young people, you know, be, you know, young people understanding the conservative position and contending on campuses across the country, he, he uses the adage, I go on campus so you don't have to. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. I said, Charlie, that doesn't exclude you from the church. The, yeah, I, I, said, right. I said, Galatians 3, it, it says the law is a school teacher, a guardian to point us to Christ until faith comes. You're... You're helping these young people row in the streams of liberty, the laws of nature, nature's God. And the further they go upstream, they come to the source of liberty, which is Jesus. In the Second Corinthians 3.17, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's, there's, there's liberty. And, and, and I said, Charlie, um, faith is the fuel of the conservative mu- movement. It, f- the conservative movement without faith in the laws of nature and nature's God, the God who rules in the affairs of men without seeking him, then then the conservative movement just becomes a grab for power instead of a desire to obtain truth and knowing the truth to set us free. And so <clears throat> I said, Charlie, you gotta you gotta come and speak. So he agreed to come and speak at our church. He'd never spoken before. And I've I've traveled with him. I've been with him hundreds of times when he's spoken. I have never seen Charlie Kirk nervous, except that Sunday. He, mm. he was, he literally, he was shaking like a leaf. And I go, Charlie, man, what's going on? He goes, I'm just so nervous. This is so uncanny. He says, I have such a, because he, he has such a respect for the pulpit mm. that he wanted to do right by the Lord. And you'd think he'd get up there and he'd just start espousing conservative issues and promoting, you know, but he didn't. He, he came up there so eloquently tying in, faith and the public square in such a profound way that he, in my estimation, he's probably, if not the finest preacher in America. Mm. And that opened the door. Uh, Jack Hibbs, the pastor at Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills invited me to come and speak on a Wednesday night, which was so gracious of pastor Jack. And you get on, you get on pastor Jack's program and you become known. But I said to pastor Jack, I go, pastor Jack, that's really sweet. And I'm grateful, but you don't want me. You want the guy who just spoke in my church on Sunday, Charlie Kirk. He goes, I've heard of him. And I said, he, he will light it up. You, you, and he goes, he's, and he had the same misunderstanding that probably a lot of pastors across the country do. And I said, just, just listen to the message from Sunday morning. And he did, and he said, let's have him. Charlie came out, and that, had, that, that just went, you know, it skyrocketed. Mm. And Charlie's been there multiple times since. And, you know, Jack's church has 30,000 people in it. It's just, and, and his reach is millions. And then um, <clears throat> uh, that just opened the door where Charlie's been to hundreds of churches. And he turned to me and he said, you know, Rob, as I travel the country, 
because when the lockdowns came and I defied the governor's order and we re- we remained open and and then Jurgen Matesius, the pastor from Awaken Church, drove up from San Diego to Thousand Oaks, sat in the second row with his entire staff. It'd be like you, Pastor Nathan, bringing each pastor of of every uh, of each of your satellites or um, uh, bringing them with their wives to sit in the second row, and they all traveled up. Um, all the campus pastors from Awaken, and they sat in the second row, and they wanted to see what a church looked like that was defying, you know, the lockdown orders. Jurgen went back. He was so moved. He went back that next Sunday and opened every campus and has stood in defiance. Praise ever since. God. That's cool. And 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 Charlie and I. The more we travel, the more we start to find people. And that's how we we ran into you, Micah, and you, Nathan. Is we thought, you know, nobody's doing this. Well, there's thousands that haven't bowed the knee to Baal. Amen. That's right. And. and you know, I've lost a lot of friends. I'm I am the longest serving senior pastor in the Conejo Valley. And and I am really basically not wanted anymore in the pastoral fellowship that I helped start and keep going. Mm. Um but but all of the churches in the Conejo bowed to the tyranny of the governor. Now there's a couple of the guys that are still close friends. Um uh, they they have endeavored with me. They have been helpful, but there's a few of them that are just doubling down. They're because what ended up happening is our church grew 400 percent overnight, mm. Mm. and they say, "Well, that's just because you're political and 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 you're defying the governor, but you're not preaching the gospel." And I say, well, "Wait a minute, time out. We've baptized twice as many people as the attendance of the church was 18 months ago, <laughs> and these these are not conversion growth. Or excuse me, not transfer growth. This is conversion growth. These are right. atheists, agnostics, Jews, Mormons. These are people that would never darken the doors of an evangelical church. One in particular, and I love this, when we defied the governor's order um, the very first time, they threatened me and a thousand congregants or visitors with a citation, which a serious citation. You would, you would lose your concealed weapon permit or your NROTC scholarship or federal employment if you got one of these. And I remember showing up that Sunday um, knowing that I'd, I'm probably going to jail. So I made sure I was wearing clean underwear. And, uh, <laughs> and, but I'm serious. I, we, I really thought I was going to jail. And my wife and I, you know, our attorney had gone down the list of all the things we could lose. And it was a page and a half on legal yellow pad. Um, and, and I remember calling my wife and saying, honey, I'm not doing this without you, but I want you to hear what we can lose. And I started to read all the things the attorney gave me. And I loved her response, um, Voice of the Martyrs, uh, I forget his name, but it was his wife who had first coined the term, and she reminded me of it. And she just basically said, along those lines, I, I, I would rather be a widow than be married to a coward. And I, I just, mm, you know, I'm, wow. I, I, yeah, it's true. I'm the head of the family, but my wife is my neck and my spine. <laughs> she's just, she's remarkable. And, and, and so Michelle said that the kids were thrilled. My kids were thrilled because they knew that we were contending for their generation, and I was giving to them what my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather gave to me in the 245 years of, of America's resplendent history. Now, you know, our, America's got its faults, but those faults are universal, but her successes are unique. So my kids were stoked by it. The staff had been with me for the longest time. They knew what I was about. I haven't changed in 22 years. I ran for office uh, for the state assembly, lost, ended up uh, at running for the seat that my opponent in the assembly uh, had vacated, which was a city council. And I ended up winning her seat and then winning re-election, becoming the mayor of the city. So my staff had already been down the road with me on this, and they were all in. The tough part was going to be the 15 elders. So we, we sat them down on Saturday uh, before the 
the restraining order was going to be violated. And I said to these 15 elders, because it had to be a unanimous decision. And I said, fellas, look, I, you have the same fiduciary responsibility I do. And I read the legal pad, legal pad and a half of all the ramifications of violating the restraining order. And I said, I'm, I'm complete understanding if you're, you're frightened and don't want to do this and take this chance. But there are two options here. One, um, I'm planning on violating that restraining order. If we're not unanimous today, I, I'm not going to be upset with you. Um, and I completely understand, but I can't live uh, and allow tyranny to declare the church is non-essential because the governor said the church was non-essential during our Holy Week. And, you know, abortion clinics were considered essential, cannabis distributors, liquor stores. And as I've said often, you know, in California, it's not just abortion clinics that rip the baby apart and flush the parts into the sewer system of the state. We harvest the organs of the child before we do that, which is making look, Nazi Germany look like Girl Scouts. So I presented to him, I said, look, if you're not in full agreement in front of you as an envelope, you go ahead and open that up. That's my letter of resignation. And the, the, the vote was unanimous. And then I called the landlord because I hate owning property because I know they were going to want to take it from me. And I called the landlord and I said, look, I have a fiduciary responsibility to you. They could take your building, et cetera. And he's a West Texas guy and real slow accent. He said, Rob, we gave that to the Lord a long time ago. Go kick there. And he, <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, we, we did it. And um, what's happened is with all the churches like your own that have stood in defiance and contended with tyranny, not misquoting, misusing, or misunderstanding Romans 13, which doesn't merit unlimited submission to tyranny. Number one quoted verse in Nazi Germany to silence the church. And all of you pastors who are standing behind that in defense of tyranny, you're wrong on the interpretation because it says that God appoints all positions of authority where to submit to them, but it also says that they are therefore our good so when they cease to do good, they cease to be the authority. And that's why our founder said, not for light and transient causes, mm. but they govern by our consent. And disobedience to tyrants is obedience to God. I mean, Moses contended with Pharaoh who enslaved three to five million Jews. And, and that, that God has come to set the captives free. And we live in a constitutional republic where those elected officials are governed by the seven articles of the Constitution, the 27 amendments, and they're in full violation when they declare the church non-essential of the first 16 words of the very first amendment that says, Congress shall make no law respecting the establishment of religion, nor prohibiting the free exercise thereof. So we, we stood in defiance, and as we did that, thinking we're all alone, all of a sudden our eyes are opened up, and not only do we find your fellowship and fellowships across the country, Landon Shot and in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and Awaken, and, and you know Ken Graves up in Bangor, Maine, and they're all over the place. The, these folks that are uh, David Engelhart in Manhattan. <laughs> um, uh, and, and since then, we have now at, at, at TPUSA Faith, we have now reached over a thousand pastors who are hungry to stand in defiance of tyranny. And they're rising up and we're providing them the resources. We're not bringing the church into Turning Point or Turning Point into the church. Turning Point, a lot of you, you don't have them out here, but there's a burger place called In and Out Burger, and, and uh, the Schneiders are great people. They don't do parfaits, they don't do chicken, they don't do salads, they just do burgers. We've we got a place like that. It's called uh, McDonald's. Yeah, no, that, that's nothing like it. 
I can't believe you even said that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to go now. Thanks, everybody. It's good I can't to be believe with you. you said that. We went oh out there. My we had gosh. to go to In-N-Out Burger. That's true. We did go to In-N-Out Burger. That was the it first was, place you wanted good. us to go. It was pretty good. Not, no, that wasn't me. That was Tony. But it was good. I like the fact that their Bible verses on the, the cups. Oh, that was man. Cool. And then we got to hear him Are speak. you still talking? Okay. <laughs> You're still talking. Shut up. No, I mean we got to hear him at the <laughs> pastor's summit. That was, I mean, he was, yeah. he was oh, that's phenomenal. Right. The courage, Schneider, Yeah. No, so he's the he's the husband. He's the husband, husband of, of, of Lindsay Schneider. Okay. And, and and they said, look, we're we're not going to force this on our employees. And so they said, well, then you're going to shut down your San Francisco location. He said, fine. And he shut it down. It come it came at a cost. The mm. only major corporation to contend with the tyranny. Every other corporation, monumental cowardice, but not the Schneiders. So my point is, they only do burgers. And, and what, what, what TPUSA Faith does, we do liberty. And we recognize that the church, the bride of Christ, they are the beacons of liberty. Because liberty is not man's idea, it's God's idea. So we're here to help the shepherds of the bride of Christ be equipped to stand and proclaim liberty throughout the land that would set the captives free and we provide resources for them and and it's it's it is a buffet table to each man's given a measure of faith they don't have to take it all they can take some of it but it's there waiting for them we don't ask anything of them we're there to serve them it's amazing we've we've been blessed by tp faith big time it's just and here's what i love about it just from a production standpoint the graphics and the the marketing material like the messaging material that you guys put out to be able to say hey we're going to stand for life this month or we're going to stand for marriage this month or we're going to you know, whatever the the issue is that we're defending the biblical issue you guys do a great job with just like the messaging and that's the problem with conservatives and Christians, especially over the last 50 years, just the quality of the messaging has been really poor. And we used to go to the church 150, 200, 300 years ago and, and generations ago, you'd go to the church to find great messaging and artwork. You go, you know, Handel's Messiah, you look at Beethoven, you look at my, uh, Michelangelo's Sistine Chapel. And it's, it's amazing. It's like, it's world-class messaging. And we've lost that in the church. And I think what Charlie Kirk and what you're doing, Pastor Rob and the graphics team there, you guys are you guys are really bringing the excellence back into, I mean, we got it right there on the screen right now, apathy breeds tyranny, and it's just a really powerful statement, you know, and, and it's just a, a beautiful reminder of like what, what, what we're fighting for, and yeah. yeah, in a cool way. Yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I love all the graphics and things that he's talking about, but it's the it's the inspiration of the whole thing mm. that that to me uh, it it captures my heart mm. when you stand shoulder to shoulder with another you know they um, they they say that about soldiers right they don't yeah. they don't think about it in terms of fighting for their country they think about it in fighting for the guy to the right and the left of them band of brothers you know that's yeah. it and and uh, to to know that you are in a fight with people who have courage, and I I really look at courage as a as a spiritual gift, right? It's it's something that ought to be inspired. It should edify the whole church. I think that's what I see you guys doing. Uh, courage to move back to the Bible and explain to the average American that doesn't understand. They don't know our history. 
like David Barton's The American Story that everybody ought to read. Oh, yeah. Right? To show them that this was in our founding father's blood. Yep. That they, 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 they beat this, that, that the message of defiance, of tyranny was coming through the church. I mean, that was so well laid out. You just wanted to get up and roar at that at that pastor summit. I'm telling you, it was it was inspirational. Not on my not on my own. There are lots more like us, and we do not have to bow knee to this thing. Yeah. Um, what you have personally done, which is sharing, you know, the truth of the word, Pastor Rob, with with Charlie Kirk, you know, and and getting a young man who blessed by the Lord in way of uh, of rationale and logic and mm. being able to make an argument and remember all these incredible details. He can remember he's a yeah, machine. He is. But, but part of your story to me as a pastor, you know, is that is that you pointed him back to the scriptures. I met a guy while I was out there, and uh, he was one of the guys who helps to do fundraising and stuff. I, 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 I won't say his name, but just an awesome young man. But he talked about how much Charlie Kirk was asking him, are you in your word? Are you in the Bible? Yeah. Pointing him back. And, and you know, we had a conversation because I think he came from a Catholic background. And just kind of explaining some of the difference between religion and a relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. And he's pointing to Charlie, going, Charlie says this. Charlie opens up his Bible. Charlie says this to us as leaders. And I'm thinking, yeah, but it was Pastor Rob. That 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 pushed back to go. Come on, Charlie. It's all here. Like conservatism is awesome, but it's because it's based in truth. And uh, I just wanted to thank you for that because you know we don't know who our lives are going to affect. You know, I I heard uh, I, I may, maybe heard you say it. You know, a lot of people got up every day wanting to see what Trump had to tweet. Trump woke up every day wanting to see what Charlie Kirk had yeah. to tweet. <laughs> you know, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Influence, man. It was. It's inspirational. I, I, thank you, Nathan. I, I I don't know that I'm I'm fully worthy of the compliment, but I will say this about Charlie: that he is a voracious reader. And when he came head to head with guys who were trying to say, "What's your eschatology or study the end times?" He turned to me and he just said, "Pre trib, pre millennial, post trib. What is this?" And I I gave him the best definition I could. In the morning, the next day when we got together, he had he had read. Uh, copious amounts where he now is sitting down and reciting to me and and I'm listening to this kid who's giving me stretch marks on my brain <laughs> uh, and every time I'm looking at him he's reading um, he takes a Sabbath every Saturday um, sundown to or sunrise to sundown where he turns off his cell phone all digital and he he reads his Bible now he reads every day but he spends copious amounts of time on that Sabbath every Sunday. Uh, reading and and he he challenges me um, the the way that he and Erica uh, through their engagement process. I didn't know this guy, so when I first met him, he says, "You know, Erica's coming with me, and we're gonna eat ho- hotel." I said, "You know, I don't know the guy, and he's probably gonna ask me for one room." You know, I just didn't know him. He's like, "No, no, no, two rooms. We don't, you know." And and I and then I traveled with him during the election, uh, where we were burning the candle, four hours of sleep a night, traveling thirteen cities and like very few days. Erica's with us. We're all tired. He's the same man in private as he is in public. That's awesome. And, and uh, his integrity is intact. Three things bring someone down: gold, glory, and girls. None of that is is Charlie Kirk. 
Um, and, and he is attacked, he is reviled, he's ridiculed, he's, he, he pushes back. Um, he, he's, he, he's the first one to say he's wrong, if he is. Um, he endeavors to keep unity, he reaches out to build bridges. Um, he, he's, he's just a remarkable human being. And, well, well yeah. I'll tell you what, those kind of guys, you know, we're, we're preaching through First Samuel right now, so there's a lot of like, you know, David had his mighty men. They they started with him in the caves of Adullam. They yeah, they, Adulam, yeah. they they were coming as lawbreakers themselves and outlaws and you know in debt and Dis- all these dis- people indebted, discontented uh, and distressed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but but God was forging relationships, and I think that's a lot of what I see in TP USA faith yeah. is that you know that, that that was really the heart of what I I felt like you did so well at that pastor's conference is networking us, you know, you're not alone, you know, and, and we'll come together and, and it's time to, to recognize that it's time to stand shoulder to shoulder. The time for shutting up is over. They've, they're out of line. We need to tell them what the truth is and push back. You know, the, the, how sometimes you can tell that you're really like with the Lord's moving in a certain way or in a certain area is you can, sometimes it's harder to see the mysteries of God and the hand of God moving, but you can always pretty easily see the the devil and his demons and what they're, they're yeah. countering, how they're moving. And a lot of times that gives you an insight into, okay, if they're countering this way, the Lord must be doing this. Well, you know how I know God is waking the church up is because the attacks on church being involved in the state have ramped up probably tenfold in the last probably year, mm-hmm. and I think it's a direct repart, uh, direct response to what Charlie and Rob and pastors like Nathan, like you and I, and other pastors around the country are doing. Because the devil's he's scared. We got him on his heels now, and he's seeing this like, oh no, the sleeping giant, the Church of Jesus Christ in America is waking, and they're answering the call to defend liberty in this in this nation. And so, like, all the minions start coming out, and they start, you know, the voices start, you know, you're gonna you're gonna lose your tax exempt status and get the church out of the state, and you know, separation of church and state. And they, I mean, they don't even know what that means. There's nowhere in the Constitution where it says separation of church and state. This is the, the the state shouldn't be involved in the church, but not the other way around. And Christian nationalism makes you a bigot. Oh my gosh. I just did a reel the other day, I posted on TikTok, it said three reasons why you should be a Christian nationalist. And uh, it just like, people's head exploded. But it's all biblical. It's like, love Christ and love your nation. It's about stewardship. Yeah, and my, I, I can be a Christian and still love my wife. Yeah, that's right. I can still be a Christian and love my family. Oh man. Why can't oh, I be a Christian and love but, my nation? But you're, you're, you're in the family of God, Pastor Rob. So you should neglect your family on earth and just, and just be yeah, a part I, of the family of god said no one ever (laughs) if you understand thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven how is it in heaven now let's apply that to earth yeah boom you know in in regards to you saying we're over the target and and evil is raging socrates had two quotes strong minds discuss ideas average minds discuss to discuss events weak minds discuss people and then his other statement which i absolutely love when the debate is lost, slander becomes the tool of the loser. Oh, that's good. Yeah, when yeah. the debate is lost, slander becomes a lo- the tool of the loser. That's well, they, great. They, they pile on. You know, at uh, they, uh, I, I think I mentioned this with Micah. We've talked about this, but I saw this video of this lion who had wandered out of his territory and away from his brother. And uh, they had grown up, these, these two lions together in the same pride. And, 
and uh, all these hyenas were attacking. I, I think it was 20 to 1 uh, were attacking this lion. And he would fought him off as long as he felt that he could fight him off, you know, and you could see the animal getting really tired. But all of a sudden, it was a different matter when that second lion, his brother, starts yeah. running in. All of a sudden, the, the hyenas took off because because two lions on 20 hyenas is more than a match. Right. And I think that they, they gang up thinking that nobody's going to come to their aid. And that's the power of just speaking up. Mm-hmm. And people could do that on social media and, you know, on Facebook, just get out there and, and say, no way we stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Because as soon as they realize that, that you're not going to capitulate, then, then they tend to shut up. Yeah. Well, you, you, you find the distinction between morality and character. You know, Christendom is filled with moral people, and moral, morality is defined by not doing what's wrong. Mm-hmm. But character is defined by doing what's right. So I, I love this illustration. I say it all the time. Your, your child comes home from school and says, Mommy, Daddy, all the kids in the school called Susie fat, but I didn't. And you say, well, that's the moral thing to do, but where was your character, child? John says, what do you mean? Why didn't you tell the other children to stop it? Mm-hmm. Well, they would have laughed at me. Well, that doesn't matter. Victory is not determined by the outcome, but by the obedience. Stand. But the Apostle Paul, yeah, having done all, stand. Mm-hmm. Stand there fast. Stand for their fast in the liberty for which Christ has set you free. And that's in Galatians. He wrote that in prison. Mm-hmm. It, you always do the right thing. You, you are men and women of character. Uh, Edmund Burke was it? I can't remember who he said all that's necessary for evil to prosper is for good men and women, moral men and women to do nothing. Mm-hmm. Silence in the face of evil is complicit with evil itself. You, you are in agreement with tyranny if you do not speak in opposition to it. Yeah, that's good. We just started a book, uh, Eric Metaxas book on, um, letters, letters to the church, letters, letters to, the to the American church, church. To the American yeah. church. It's great. So good. His, great book. his opening illustration, you know, had to do with Christians that are, are talking about that you, you shouldn't get involved in all this stuff and, and, and really likening it to the German church, uh, of the thirties. And, and they didn't stand up against Hitler the way they should have. And it was almost like as they're, you know, taking people away in the boxcars, you know, there's, there's so many Christians out there go sing louder. So we don't see that. Let's drown out the cries. And they would come up from the dust boxcars. off the ashes off their car before they drive to church. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. It, I, well, again, God's, God's waking the church up and it's because the, I, I just see it all over the place. Our pastors are now starting to get educated and that's turning points mission is to gather, to educate, and then to activate and that early turning point faith's mission. And that's the, and I no, love no. TP USA faith, TP USA faith, Dr. David Jeremiah in, in the spiritual world has, has Oh, does he have turning point? He does turning point. Oh, oh yeah, that's and, right. He does. And, and you know, he's, he's, he's a precious man and Charlie yeah. to honor him. Okay. Um, I've heard you say that before. And I didn't, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. So TP USA yeah. faith, even though, even though TB stands for turning point, our heart is to honor that precious. Yeah, man. that's good. So TP USA faith. Yeah. That's great. Take so, it from him. Tell, tell uh, people how TP USA faith, how, how they can get involved. If, if you're a pastor, if you're, if you're going to a church and you want to bring this to your pastor, what should, uh, what should people do to find out more about you and more about TP USA faith? Yeah, go to tpfaith.com. Um, and, and you can, you can find out about that. You can get your pastor connected with that. 
Uh, we provide for pastors, biblical citizens, and their churches, biblical citizenship classes. Which is great. We do that here. It's we, amazing. We have 30 um, um, hires that are across the country as reps, representatives, that will table and set up in your church. Uh, they'll help set up a TP Faith um, coordinator. Um, your people can be trained to be poll watchers. We can provide you speakers like John Amwan Chukwu, who is remarkable. We can have Bob uh, McEwen, Congressman Bob. Oh, McEwen. he's great. You saw him last week. Oh, he's yeah. phenomenal. He's yeah. the most underutilized asset in America. I, um, I, I don't like having him at my church because when the people hear him speak, they realize <laughs> how much I've ripped off from him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, listen, if That's you can good. even re-articulate what he I mean, said, he says you are so a well. talented yeah. person because oh my goodness. he is a genius. Yes, yeah. Bob McEwen makes the complex simple, and when he's finished, you just feel like you've been with a friend. He's been throwing gold to you from the pool. Yeah. Uh, we've got Bill Federer, David Barton. I mean, we've got folks that Man, we've, we've got Victor Marks awesome. and Seth Gruber. Now, Victor Marks is Rose. the guy that was uh, over in, uh, he was he was a terrorist hunter, right? Like, isn't that... Well, is that, he goes after child predators and and uh, human traffic traffickers. But he was like over in Afghanistan, though, right? Yeah, wasn't? Yeah, he's been to Syria and Jordan. Yeah. And yeah he's, he's, oh man, we heard him at the pastor summit. He is a man's man. I'm going to tell you yeah, what, we man. Were like, to, we're like, who <laughs> is this guy? He's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> he was this like, is hilarious. Like when I grow up, I want to be a manly man like that. Uh, you know, I think it's awesome. We were trying to get him here for a man, men's event. Oh, like that would be how cool. Would that be, be so cool? Yeah, Chad. We had Chad Connolly. Uh, yep. here with David Barton just, yep. just a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was just with them in Phoenix. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's, it, it, I love, you guys are, uh, you're connecting in the church. And I, I think that's the key point, the takeaway. If, if you feel like you're on an island, you don't need to feel that way. To your point earlier, there are thousands that have not bowed, bowed their knee to the bail of this culture. And, and, uh, and, then TP USA faith is totally there to help you get connected. So take him up on that. Check out, uh, pastor Rob and his church. What, uh, your church is, uh, is Godspeak church out in thousand Oaks. Yeah. Godspeak.com. And then for me, it's just Rob McCoy. Us. Cool. Dot us. U.S. <laughs> is it? Dot us. Rob McCoy. Dot. I love it. I love yeah, it. People cool. like us. People like, there we go. You know, we're going to be part of the Rob McCoy militia. So uh, don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I mean, he's like just giving is it too much is the liberal media out in california gonna my name yeah. and five bucks will get you a cup of coffee <laughs> <laughs> i love it cool well man thank you so much we've got an incredible event that's happening here tonight you're going to be speaking along with christy stutzman i think marlon's going to be here marlon stutzman nathan you're you're hosting um and so it's going to be uh it's going to be a great time so we're gonna wait wait wait, wait, wait. You're, you're, you're not no hey stop don't no you're not signing off that easy stop i i don't worry i i I just wanted to say thank you nathan um i i knew micah before i knew you um and and when i met him i was so blessed and then we went to dinner uh you two guys oh yeah your wives right and getting to know you and then having you come out to the pastor summit and then having conversations, and granted, we're both busy, so we don't get a lot of time together. But you, you have you have been the bulletproof vest of Micah, and I can't thank you enough for what you've done. And, and I don't know if the folks in Indiana realize what a gift they have in you, because he's you know Micah's the voice in many respects, and and you oversee all the campuses. You're the guy, but uh, you you don't mind allowing him to be that voice, and and um, I just. The humility 
um, and the encouragement that that's that's a leader in Christendom, mm. and I am so grateful for you. Well, that's very Thanks, kind. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't do super kind. I seriously could not do what God's called me to do if it wasn't for Amen. Nathan. And, Amen. And if you're if you're a senior pastor out there, if you're a pastor listening to this, maybe God hasn't called you to be the lightning rod. Like God's made. I'm a fish in water when it's when when I'm the lightning rod. That's just what I love doing. I love going into the you know the, the where the fights are that's and just calling. that's my calling right yeah but not i don't i think people look at me sometimes and they say you got to get engaged in the political battle they think well i can't do what micah does i can't do what charlie kirk does I, there's no way i would ever be equipped to do that well maybe god's saying you don't need to do that you just need to be the protector of those in your in your fold that are doing that that's underneath it. you that's and it. and release them to go do it and Nathan, you know, you've got the gift of the apostolic gifting, the the sending kind of gifting. Hey, a prophet's needed here. Hey, a pastor's needed here. He's also got the gift of a bulletproof vest. It, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, figure, figurative, figure, figurative, figurative, figuratively, <laughs> well, and literally. And <laughs> I think it's. I, to be honest, I think it's a it's a special partnership. It it kind of feels like a David and Jonathan thing to some degree. Yeah. You know, and it's it's a joy to do it. Um, because I, I really feel like there are people who they're wired for this. We have a, a woman, um, you know, there's a, there's a, an awesome lady, Jennifer, who, you know, she's given so much leadership to, to TPUSA yeah. faith at this campus. Yep. Uh, a, a lady named Janet has just stepped up at our Fishers campus. Mm. They don't want to be left out of anything. They want to know what's going Amen. on, you know, to find those people at every campus. They might not even be on staff, but they have been given an understanding like a, like a watchman on the wall that, that has to sound out the alarm and, and maybe all that, all they need is just somebody above them that goes, I see what you see. Say it, yeah. say it because it needs to be said and I'll back you up because it's just truth. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know that you have to be the mouthpiece of everything. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of how I feel. All that matters is, is that, uh, is our, is our church leading on that? Amen. Are are we out there Amen. doing it and, and let's back each other up and let, let people know you can't divide us. I like to hear the comp, the, the calls come in where they say, you know, can you believe you have the staff member, you know, yeah. we're going to come after you. Yeah. Good. Bring it. Yeah. When are you going to do it? <laughs> hey, I'll give you my address here. Come on. Yeah. Because you don't have to be afraid. Maybe that's for some lead pastor out there. You know, you're not alone. But but you need to stand with them. Yeah. How, how do you get a bully to back down? You just punch him in the nose. Punch him in the nose, and that's exactly what this cancel culture is. I mean, they try to intimidate, and, and that's they try. Fi- that's figuratively. This, well, figuratively, I can't even say the word right now. I don't now, know. So, Nehemiah uh, hit somebody. <laughs> he did, but I haven't pulled the <laughs> pulled the hair out of it. <laughs> you you meme you 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 meme them until they cry, and then you meme them cry. Love <laughs> it, man. I love it. Oh, that's I great. love watching MSNBC for that reason, man. That's uh, my favorite thing to turn to yeah. when, as soon as something doesn't go their way. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's great. I love it. Well, guys, thanks so much for both of you. I mean, you, you're, it's, it's awesome to be a part of this. It's a wait. Yeah. Everybody needs to support you both. Uh, it, if Indiana doesn't realize in this podcast the gift God's given to this state, folks, if you're listening and you get anything fruitful from it, you need to support these men. Uh, um, I'm telling you, I'm in the People's Republic of California. Bless these guys, please. Oh, thanks, Pastor yeah, Rob. Appreciate it. Hey, Nathan, you want to pray for Pastor Rob absolutely. and TP Faith? And, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Lord. Uh, God, you you brought people 
that were different, but you brought them together and you made them one. And you prayed that they would be one. There was so, such a power in unity. Uh, your high priestly prayer in John was was to make them one. Amen. And Lord, I thank you, God, that you are doing a work in this nation to pull together uh, so many in our churches who, who know that they have to stand up. They don't want to be the German church of the 30s. Mm. They want to rise to the occasion to do what you've called them to do today. And I thank you for every voice piece, every leader, every mobilizer of the army of the living God. It's it's your church. And I pray, God, that you would use voices like Pastor Rob and so many others. Uh, Lord, we just we want to serve you. We want what you want in this world. We love freedom. We love liberty because it, it, it flows from your spirit. Yes, Lord. And so, Lord, we pray that as things are in heaven, so they would be on this earth. Lord, as you tarry, we pray that the gospel might go out through, through freedom. Mm. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless all the events tonight. Bless, bless all that our hands find to do. Lord, we do them with all of our might. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 See you tonight, everybody. All right. It's going to be a good one. So this has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics. This is the talk right- about sex. We, we, we actually haven't in a long time. We need to do that. No, because- we literally have listeners telling us we need to talk that's, about that's sex. That's right. We do. We'll do that. We'll do the next time. How about that? Let's do that next I, time. I'm, I'm game. <laughs> what would you I, say? You're, ga- you're, I'm you're game. <laughs> game. Oh, there's an M on that. Did oh you say you want to be your best, Rob? Yeah. <laughs> We'll get him to oh my, my gosh. This is the wrong music for that type of talk. We got to go to our <laughs> outro music. Here we go. So, um, all right. This has been Jesus, Sex, and Politics. Thanks for tuning in today. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. Hey, like us oh, on. Uh, you never say. Oh, yeah. No, no. No. Go We're for terrible it. Terrible self promoters. <laughs> you just posted on US. Dot EU. All right. We'll We're see you guys. about the stuff that scares you. See you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey.